This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So excited to have back on the program uh, one of our favorite singers other than myself, uh, rap star extraordinaire, and a great, really snappy, stylish dresser. I always see him in like the nicest clothes, and he's uh, he's right on the cusp. Then not only does he do songs that are that are topical, but he he gets them out super fast. <laughs> I don't he must he must like as soon as as soon as Joe Biden says something stupid, or as soon as Hunter Biden gets implicated in something, he must just stay up all night because the next day, boom, there's a new Bryson Gray original. That's uh, that's that's expertly uh, produced, ready to, to um, you know to uh, shed some light on the subject. And we're glad he's back here with us, Bryson Gray. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? Thank you so much for having me on, man. dude. You've been busy. You have an album now. Yes, I have an album coming out uh, Friday called Lion Music, and I'm still releasing songs every Friday. So yeah, yeah, you've been doing that for a while now. And I mean, you're you're. Every time I go to your page, I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that. Oh, wait, I didn't. Oh, wait, I didn't hear this one yet. <laughs> and it's amazing because I remember my favorite that you've done recently was, of course, uh, the one about Hunter Biden putting Pedro Pete in his phone, which was amazing. Yes, sir. Uh, Hunter Biden hacked all that kind of stuff. And these are all a lot of these are on the album, right? Or is this all new stuff that nobody's ever heard before? Uh, the first 11 songs yeah. or 10 or whatever it is, is songs that nobody has ever heard before. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I picked. Cause a lot of people probably miss. I released so much music, people could have missed songs that was out. So things like Hunter Biden hacked, FBI raid, Ultra Maga, a lot of those are also on the album. Oh yeah, FBI raid was a good one too. So after the FBI raided, how long did it take you from, um, hey, the FBI is at Mar-a-Lago to I've got the produced piece on Spotify? <laughs> uh, a few days. Oh, okay. I, I get done with it quite quickly. Uh, the only issue is the the distribution services. Sometimes they'll mess with me. So like. If I were to create a new account, I could have a song up by tomorrow. Yeah. But since it's my account and a few of my songs have been flagged, it takes sometimes like five days for them to put a song out for me. And it's so weird. Wait a minute. You're telling me that big tech has flagged some of your pro-Trump music? <laughs> your anti-Biden uh, tirades have drawn the ire and attention, negative attention of social media? That's so weird. Yeah, any, anytime I do something that's like anti-LGBT, they pretty much yeah. be heavy. Yeah, no, I know. And that's well, you know, and that seems to be the big thing. And I do want, I want to talk a little bit about that, because the other day, Candace Cameron Bure, who many people know from uh, she's, uh, you know, what her her boyfriend or not her boyfriend, her brother was on Growing Pain. She's the Hallmark girl like she forever Hallmark Christmas movies. Candace Cameron Bure was the star. Well, she up and left and she was drawn to this new network and she was doing an interview. And what did she say? She's somebody asked if there were going to be gay films on it. And she said something like, no, I believe in tradition marriage and that was yes. it man she got people were out for blood they wanted to cancel her right then and there and you and i saw something she posted on instagram and basically said the same damn thing to her yeah we we, we said we so happy that you did this but there's no reason to apologize and people got to stop about like the thing is let's get this correct right and it's the same thing i warned people about in 20 like 2013 2014 i, yeah. I used to write little blogs about it I remember when uh, the LGBT boy got a Chick-fil-A 
Yeah. It wasn't because they didn't serve a gay person. It wasn't because of anything like that. It was simply because one of the presidents said that he opposed same-sex marriage. It was because his personal view and they boycotted. And now here we are in 2022 and it's the same thing. They don't want equality. They don't want any of this stuff we're talking about. They want you to submit and to succumb to whatever they want you to. And that's and, and that's what's happening with uh, with Cameron Bure and the fact that she did this long drawn out explanation on Instagram. Hey. Stop overly explaining yourself. You are a Christian. People should understand that if you claim to be a Christian, you support traditional marriage. This this shouldn't be nothing we have to apologize for or anything we have to overly explain. It should come. It should come with the title. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, I'm, and, and yeah, it's, it's crazy. I imagine what's happening to her is the same thing that happened to Chick Fil A sandwiches when they got the boycott. Because I remember I could you couldn't spend less than thirty minutes waiting for a Chick Fil A sandwich after that. And I know her movies are going to take off. Something else that just happened that I think I saw it on your your. I mean, you're now that Twitter's Twitter again. How much are you enjoying it? Because I see your stuff more than I used to. I see you know a lot of other people's stuff more than I used to, but you tweeted out Kanye's running for president. And I think you were the first person I saw. Are you, what do you think about Kanye West uh, throwing his hat into the political ring and becoming really the second person now to announce his campaign for presidency in 2024? I think it's very interesting. Like, mm. uh, I remember Kanye was running the first time and I clearly said, uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't vote for him. Yeah. And um, I, I still think Kanye West still, walks a thin line with with his relationship in Christ. Yeah. But what I will say is he would probably probably be the most God-centered person that that's running. Um because even though I think he walks a thin line with it and I question a lot of his motives, I question a lot of things Kanye West do. Uh what I will say is he is not afraid to talk about Jesus Christ. He's not afraid to say I'm doing this for God. Mm. And that's and that's what I'm doing it for. Uh, I don't even think any other candidate has 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 the um, wherewithal to do such a thing. Yeah, and, and a lot of times not even Trump. I mean, Trump did some good things for Christians. He brought the right to pray back to school. Yeah, but I mean, let's let's I mean, let's let's be honest. Trump is, Trump is the person that knows Bible verses and things and, and things like that, or is gonna or is gonna say just for God. Period. Nobody else but God. Uh, the fact that Kanye West said that. Uh, makes them interesting. But will I vote for a Kanye? Ah, that's still a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to see how we'd have to really see what the committee. Let me ask you this Joe Biden or Yee? What do you think? If it's Joe Biden versus Kanye, Kanye easy. Oh, okay. Right. That's perfect. That's, I know. God, what if it comes down to that? That's actually, I never thought I'd be living in a world where my choices were Joe Biden, who's going to be 82 years old, or Kanye West, or whatever his name happens to be, <laughs> happens to be at the time. But that's where we're at. That's where we're living now. All right. So, uh, tell now. So on Friday, this album drops in its entirety, and I can go to Spotify and I can go to Apple Music and I can stream it. And what am I going to get for those people that are, because, you know, and I know everybody listening has heard Let's Go Brandon. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. Uh, we've played a couple of your other hits as well, but maybe if they missed them, what is it that you do that nobody else does in your genre? Um, I feel like if you if people listen to my albums, they might not get this. They only heard a few songs, but mm-hmm. any of my like core base listen to my albums, they know I try to incorporate all types of sounds, all type of styles, and I stick to my belief system. Uh, not only that, as typical as clean. So, so because I'm a I'm an artist. I've been an artist all my life. I've yeah. been a music artist all my life. So I can't just make the same thing over and over. So as far as like sounds and like every song, you're gonna get a different flavor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And versatility is a is a very important thing for for me as an artist because I feel like it, it solidifies you as as a real music artist versus just some 
just some rapper or something. So we, when people listen to the album, they're gonna get different sounds, sounds that you may never heard before. There's pop songs on there, hardcore rap songs on there, uh, all types of stuff on there. And it's still it's Christ centered, God, family, country, God, family, country, which is the theme for all of my albums. Yeah. So. No, that's definitely that's definitely the uh, the ongoing theme that you see in all of it. And you said it's clean, right? That's the other thing. Oh yeah, I, I don't even curse in real life. It's um, I know. And which I'm going to be honest with you, the first time I heard it, I kept going, "Oh, do I have to edit this and playing it on the radio?" But after the second or third time, I go, "Wait a minute, there's literally nothing foul or profane in this song." I was I was a little shocked. I'm going to be honest with you, but I appreciate it also. Yeah, um, I don't see people get confused because if you listen to my music, you just don't think about it because I'm I'm a naturally aggressive guy. So yeah. my music sounds aggressive as any other uh, rap song. So you think you might hear it, yeah. for the two in there, but nah, I, I, I do not use, I, I do not do it at all. No, as a radio personality who's been who's been busted before, let me just tell you, the having everything be clean and friendly for air is is fantastic. And we're gonna play a couple of these songs here uh, in just a minute for anyone who's not familiar with your work, uh, Bryson Gray. By the way, you can follow him on Twitter. You can follow I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, stream all that music. Let me ask you about the election real quick because we spoke about this last time we talked. I, I know we talked about this, but you're from North Carolina. North Carolina, yes. a lot of people thought a couple years back could have gone either way. It's a solidly red state. I'm in Florida. It's about as red as they come. New York has turned red. And a lot of that is because of the black vote and the Latino vote. And what a lot of people don't understand and what I think you projected really well is that the, the values of the Democrat Party are not in line with the fundamental values of those two groups of voters correct correct and um uh, and i'm gonna just use the exit polls as, as the prime example yeah. a lot of people look at the midterm and say there wasn't a red wave which is true there wasn't a red wave right and i have reasons why i wasn't but a lot of people are are, are a lot of talking heads are, are giving out reasons that are just that simply don't allow with statistics uh, if you actually look at the midterms for 2022 and compare it to the midterms of 2018, we've gained in literally every single voter there is to gain it. Yeah. We flipped unmarried men. We flipped married women. Uh, and we stay stagnant amongst unmarried women because, obviously. And we lost we lost LGBT vote. But outside of that, we gained every group. We gained 5% amongst the black vote. Uh, I think 7% amongst black men, to be specifically. We gained over 10% of the Latino vote. Here, here go the thing people should, should research. We had a 20% increase in the Asian vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, so, so, a lot, so a lot of these numbers show that a lot of we're doing good work. We, we just need to get more involved in culture. And then I, I've heard you talk about this, too. We're. It's like the GOP don't know how to get involved in culture, so yeah. we're messing us up with the young vote. We, we even we even gained in the, in the 18 to 29 voter group also, but Democrats still have pretty much a stronghold on that group. Yeah, the problem is, I mean, and you know, you've got your TPUSAs out there, and you've got organizations that are going after college kids, but the problem is the college campuses, there's not a lot of, they, they're very protective as to who gets to come in on campus and, and change their minds, or not even change their minds, but give them the other side of the story. And as a result, the young voters under 30, and of course, with the false promise of paying back student loans. It's just the Democrats and the the way I look at it is, okay, they exploited African-American voters for years and now that's not working. Latinos, they they promised them amnesty for years. That's not working. Everybody got wise. What? Who's left? All right, young people. How can we bribe these young people? And I think in this election, it did work. Luckily, not as well as it could have, uh, but in 2024, that's definitely something we need to to be hipper on. That's why I'm still on TikTok, even though it's a China spy app. That's where all the little kids are, so... Man, this is what I've been trying to scream out to conservatives. Like I said, we've 
improved amongst the 18 to 29 group since 2018, even from 2020. Yeah. But if you want to improve more, I think we improved over like 4% in voter groups, but it's still a stronghold for Democrats. It's been a stronghold for Democrats since I think I researched since 2014. In 2014, uh, then it had like 55% of that voter group. Then in 2018, it jumped up like 65%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're bringing it back down, but it's still a Democrat stronghold. Yeah. That's why we have to be on TikTok. Bro, I'm sorry. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, China has your information, if we like it or not. So Twitter is where that voter group is. Are you going to just ignore? I mean, uh, TikTok is where that voter group is. I'm just going to ignore TikTok and let Democrats run it. Because if you go on TikTok, it is everybody putting some weird liberal agenda. But when somebody gets out there pushing a conservative agenda, their TikTok, their TikTok end up getting more popular than the left stuff. Yeah. But then they'll, they'll, they're more likely to get banned. But we have to take over TikTok. Our ideas usually win when there's a fair battle of ideas. Yeah. And what I did was that's, that's a great point. What I did is I just went ahead and mailed all my vital information to China. I just put everything. I put like a copy of my birth certificate, my social. I put an envelope, wrote China on it, mailed it to them, so I know they have it. So I'm cool hanging out on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Bryson Gray, man, I'm gonna play. What what song should I do? You have a favorite on this new album that we should play here, or whatever? I mean, they're all great. I know you're well, gonna I say, w- but I, I wish I could have sent you all the songs. We could have played some of my favorites, but I, I think I've had the favorites you have. What's funny is ha- my song "Happy" uh, seems to be one of the most popular songs that I've released lately, outside of Hunter Biden Hack and, and FBI Ray. But my song "Happy." Uh, which is on YouTube. It's like a pop song. I didn't expect it to do well, but it, it actually is doing quite well on Spotify. All right, fantastic. We're going to play a couple of those throughout the day. And uh, we, look, dude, always a pleasure, man. Good luck. Go to Spotify. Go to Apple Music this Friday. What is it? The 28th? 25th, I think. 25th. I don't know. I should probably check your calendar. Yeah. It's the 25th. You're right. Friday the 25th. Wake up and uh, go stream this album. Uh, it's fantastic. It's called Lion Music. Bryson Gray, man. Thanks so much for hanging out. We appreciate it. Yo, thank you so much for having me, man. <laughs> thank you so much. It means a lot. Oh, absolutely. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk again at Christmas. Do you have a, any Christmas songs on the way? I imagine probably. <laughs> uh, I, I dropped an album called Adam Christmas that people can go listen to. I have no plans to record new Christian music, uh, Christmas music because of Christmas music, them charts get filled up with all the, yeah. all the classics. Mariah and yeah, yeah. Mariah, all that crap. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, you and me, we're going to work on something. We're going to take a dent out of Mariah's fortune this Christmas.